Hello, hello, folks. Welcome again to another edition here of the Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM WRFC LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. As always, the cool kids are listening in online on their smart devices on rosterfreeradio.com. We like you checking it out. If you can uh, check those out because we like seeing the numbers that are happening. As I'm switching on some headphones because I want to hear myself because that's how I play here with the radio station. So this is show here is the mind of Magnus. Uh, I always like to start off by giving a thanks to all those that make this thing possible. My uh, this is uh, made possible by the underwriting here by uh, Air Rec Radio team. Uh, Corey and Stacy are two cool guys playing the radio and enjoying what they're doing. Uh, you can check out airrecradio.com. You can check out their old podcast. You can also go to uh, Air Rec Radio on Facebook page. Which I like doing because you could see them when they do the live shows. Um, they pop it on. You guys watch the video of them doing the radio show here in the station. They're super fun, cool guys, and uh, pretty nice. Um, so I also want to give a, uh, a thank you to those who are Patreon supporters here for the Rochester uh, Free Radio. Uh, WRFZ is a uh, listener-supported radio station. That means the dollar bills that you guys offer us help keep the lights on, help keep the radio flowing. And it's uh, thanks to you guys that make this thing happen. Uh, this is a station that has just full of very talented people doing very talented things. Uh, they are voices of Rochester that teach you about the best music, uh, the history of music, too. We have uh, a lot of like uh, retro music uh, countdowns happening on the station uh, and just very, very talented people that are made possible specifically by those folks that are putting their dollar bills to us. Uh, go to patreon.com uh, or just go to rochesterfreeradio.com and click on the orange button and you can become a Patreon supporter that way. A dollar or two a month is all we ask. Um, and if you do, let us know. Actually, Matt and I love uh, hearing about the Patreon supporters that uh, support them uh, and uh, support all of us. So a rising tide rises all boats, as I say. Uh, so tonight is one of those shows that if you are uh, listening in, you may hear that I don't have that normal effervescence that I, I tend to belt out at the beginning of the show. Uh, and that's because uh, the show tonight is going to be a, a kind of a, a more of a chill banter edition between Matt and myself. It's actually one of my favorite shows because I enjoy chatting with Matt. He's one of my favorite guys in general. The reason why I brought him on the show here uh, because I just like how his brain works. And uh, tonight's going to be one of those sort of shows. Uh, and I'll bring him on shortly here. Normally, I, I bring him in right right away. Uh, but I want to get a couple of other things out of the way first uh, on this show. Um, I want to give a thank you to those who've been following us on our social media platforms. Myself, you can follow me, uh, Magnus Apollo, on Twitter um, or Instagram. Everything, every place you can find social media and that, just do a search for Magnus Apollo. will come up on there. Uh, a lot of awesome followers. Uh, Matt Obscure is my uh, partner in crime here. You can follow him on uh, Twitter. Um, but we have a lot of people writing in saying uh, thanks for the fun shows we've been having. Uh, this is all th a thank you to those listening in our Friday morning show. Uh, Friday drive time is a busy time. A lot of cool stuff happening on Friday. And we have a lot of folks been listening in. And uh, even though that's not a live show happening on Friday, it is uh, the conversation is still happening. If you guys are listening in on Friday, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and if you have a question for anything going on, when you guys messaged us about the guests or have a question, anything that happens on Friday morning, when you message me, I I send the message right to the the uh, guests that we're on. Uh, I try to get the question answered. So if you guys have a question, if you're listening to this right now and you feel like you want a message at any point in time, you still can. Uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter or mindofmagnus at gmail.com. You can do that there. Uh, but I want to give a thank you to the special to the Friday listeners. We've been having some fun folks uh, writing in early in the morning on their last drive time in uh, last part of the week. So thank you for doing that. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, another thing I want to give a thank you to is those that have been uh, messaging me when uh, we've been giving him shout outs and some topics about the shows uh, before they come on. Today is a prime example. Today is a banter show. 
And I actually posted some stuff on Facebook and Twitter, um, giving a shout out, asking about questions and themes for tonight. And sure enough, I had a bunch of people just send in messages directly to the Facebook page and my personal page, as well as Twitter, email, everything else. So thank you folks for doing this. It's those that, um, that take the extra time to send these uh, little notes in to let me know you're listening. It makes it matters a lot to me. It matters a lot to Matt as well. And uh, this is a whole this is a thank you episode. I think that's happening right now uh, because you guys make this happen. I want to thank you to everyone who wrote in today. I had a bunch of people wrote in. Uh, on the uh, Facebook page um, for the Mind of Magnus Radio uh, Facebook page, I give a shout out that today our topic is going to be a few things, one of which is actually kind of the uh, the burnout that seems to be happening in today's, uh, thanks to media, thanks to social media, thanks to the news. Uh, a lot of folks are just feeling it a little more, a little heavier uh, uh, lately. And it's um, so I sent out a general blast just saying, hey, if people have any ideas, topics, thought processes on that specific, you know, in that genre of, of burnout, let me know. And there was a outpouring of messages uh, talking about what they're feeling, what's happening, what they're doing, tips. Um, we've had uh, uh, first responders and nurses wrote in to me as well. And that's I. I I was overwhelmed by it. Um, so thank you for doing this. Uh, if you guys feel you guys are part of this conversation, just because uh, we can't talk right back to you automatically on the show sometimes doesn't mean you're not part of the family here. Uh, if you have any ideas, join us on Twitter at any point in time. Find us on Facebook. Uh, but be part of this conversation. Um, this show is the, the reason I do the show is to share amazing people, concepts and I care about Rochester, and it seems like Rochester is being a little burnt out lately just because of either the news or whatever have you, and it uh, made my heart kind of sore to see people actually listening in still and giving some tips and advice and uh, tricks to help work through this. So I'll be reading a bunch of that tonight, so uh, thank you if you guys wrote in. I'll try to touch base as all as we can, and of course, if you guys want to message in, please feel free to do so. Mind, uh, Mind of Magnus at... Um, gmail.com or Magnus Apollo on Twitter and I'll try to get read the tweets online or on the air as it happens um, I want to give a, uh, a shout out to uh, a couple people actually wrote in uh, last week saying they had a blast uh, we had uh, Ashley on and it was a fun time we had a Friday morning we had a blast of people sending in cool uh, notes of their po uh, pinball machines they had in their basements or attics they grew up with uh, and I also want to give a shout out, especially to one guy, uh, Mike, actually Mike on Instagram. He didn't, he, I don't know his Instagram handle because he forgot to tell me. And this came in that he actually came to see me at, uh, I was in the Southwest doing some work down there and, uh, Mike on Instagram, uh, thank you for coming up. He actually searched me out and came up to say hi. He said he's enjoying the show. He loves following me on Instagram. He uh, is over. He actually enjoyed my uh, pop-up art show at the U of R. So I want to give a thank you to them. But Mike, you didn't give me your Instagram handle. We walked away, and all I know is Mike on Instagram. So Mike on Instagram, thank you for listening. Uh, he said he's a podcast listener, so he's one of the guys downloading our podcast, which can be found on all places where you can find podcasts. So thank you for that. So Mike on Instagram, uh, let me know what it is. I want to give a shout-out to you. At least I'll do it on our social media if we don't get it in time for the end of the show here uh, but uh, he says thank you enjoys it uh, but uh, so tonight is going to be one of those conversations it's going to be just a kind of a fun flow but I want to get all those thank yous out of the way because it matters to me it matters greatly to me so I uh, just know that it is very important that uh, that you guys know that we are listening to so Matt and myself so let's get back into the fun part of this conversation I want to bring the guy behind the glass that makes this all possible Mr. Matt Obscure himself Matt how you doing over there 
Good evening, Magnus. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Ooh, you have that, that sexy voice going on right now. Thanks. Yeah, it's. I haven't talked to many people today yet. Where that's <laughs> so you save from. it up? Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome to know. Oh, man. Um, so how are you doing? We uh, saw each other this weekend at the, one of the most amazing parties I've ever encountered. So. We did. Yeah, let's start happy. Let's start happy. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. I just want to bring yeah, up the happiness here. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the greatest parties I've ever seen been mm-hmm. been lucky enough to go to <laughs> yeah everyone should be envious we got to go this thing I, I i kid you not all the photos i was posting i had a lot of people messaging me directly being like how can i get on this list i'm like i have no idea you have to be awesome apparently i, I guess so you have to know the right people yeah uh, and works. one of that one of those people you probably already know mm-hmm. so if it if that's the case find him um it was tricerebration the, the third yeah, yeah the uh installment yeah installment that's the perfect word um, for it um, yeah, it was a great time, uh, pulling up. Uh, it was great. We're, as we're pulling in, I, I don't have to, we didn't have to guess where the lodge was just looking across and there's a giant inflatable dinosaur just staring at me, uh, staring at us as we're pulling in a, a bounce house that has a giant T-Rex or Allosaurus. I'm not quite sure what specialist, specialist was, but staring at me and it was just epic party. It was amazing. I have to steal Kara's line about it cause we came around the corner and, and she looks at it and goes, how many kids in this park do you think are coming to like graduations or like <laughs> wedding receptions or whatever else? See that and like, yeah, bounce house. And then they turn left and like, oh, oh. It's, it's just cousin Arnold's graduation. <laughs> we actually, uh, funny you say that, we actually had a party, my uh, wonderful girlfriend and I, the next following day. And of all things, it was in the exact same lodge. Get out. Same thing, the exact same spot. And this was a, uh, a college graduation for a metal friend of mine. So we show up and it's screaming metal music like there was jenny cans being tossed around not gonna someone actually did vomit in the middle of the thing so it was a vastly different party that happened mere 24 hours later the good news is there's that drain in the middle found out it doesn't work is that right yeah so so we found out uh, about uh 50 gallons later that doesn't work so oh no yeah yeah yeah. so all that serves to do is injure a good friend of ours (laughs) that that happened at another party we we had there once oh Uh, no a uh, drag going away party for a friend of ours. Wow. Yeah. That, oh, <laughs> yeah. She, she was doing a lip sync and caught a toe in that drain and like jacked up her knee. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Um, so uh, actually, so get this. So last week we had a listener uh, send in a trivia question and that started a trend. Apparently we have another question team for another listener. You oh, bring it on. Uh, yes. So to those who listen in on the show, they realize uh, we have a trivia question that happens every show. Um, it's for the guests uh, and Matt as well. Uh, and last week we had a listener write in. It was Matt Smith, right? Matt Smith of not it was not of Doctor Who, not the Matt, Doctor, not Doctor Matt Smith, but an engineer Matt Smith wrote in. Uh, and so it was I a great. Mean, time. He may be a doctor, but not that doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, the engineer guy. I guess he's having there. But um, we have another listener guest uh, question that came in today. So I'm actually going to read it now. Uh, it's not a multiple choice, but I think we may be able to guess this. Oh, no. So okay. he was really good, actually. He sent it in uh, to, he sent the question and then a follow up email with answer, don't open until you're ready to go. So, very clever. Yes, yes, yes. This was. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll just read the question for you. So, hi, Matt and Magnus. Enjoy the show. Have a fun trivia question for you, too. I already like this guy. You got the billing right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that, too. I was impressed. <laughs> so, um, uh, so the question is, uh, for many years, Rochester retailers had something they referred to as Christmas in March because nearly a million dollars be, uh, were being dropped into the local economy. What was it? Ooh. Yeah. So this comes in for listener Jake. He actually emailed us at mindofmagnusgmail.com. Uh, so if you guys uh, want to guess, we'll actually give this uh, a whole shot. 
uh, we have until the end of the show to understand what uh, Jake is actually referring to in Rochester. So in March, uh, many for many years, Rochesterians had a, uh, a thing they referred to as Christmas in March. It's uh, He specializes, he says retailers, by the way. So Yeah, I, I think I know because I, I had a family member that would make it rain in, in March. That's what I, I'm thinking as well. So we'll give it a couple minutes. I, I pretty much, I think I know what it is. But hey, we'll give Jake's a little bit of a chance. But he did great. He actually sent in two emails. So I'll open it up shortly in there. So um, Shout out to Jake, by the way. If anybody else is thinking about sending us trivia questions, that's the way to do it. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. It's a two part. When I saw it, I'm like trivia question, but it was stacked in my email and he did it well. The second part of the uh, email says answer for trivia. Do not open. So I didn't open it. So I read the first one first. Pretty good. And uh, dead but, dove do not eat. <laughs> so, uh, so Jake, thank you for this. Well, actually, if you guys have the understanding of what the Christmas in March is for uh, Rochesterians, uh, let us know. You can message in at Magnus Apollo on Twitter or mindofmagnusgmail.com. Uh, but that is uh, a, uh, a very fun thing to talk about. Uh, and trivia is an amazing thing. I love it. If people want to send in trivia questions, I love this idea. So, oh my, my gosh. Yeah, I like the idea of stump, stump the hosts. That, yeah. That's a fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it'd be great. I mean, because you and I are a font of really useless facts. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> uh, and we still haven't won all that money on uh, was it HQ yet. So. We just haven't won all that money no. Full stop. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, so actually, I want to give uh, I reached a topic a little bit at the beginning there uh, that we had talked about um, uh, kind of burnout and stuff. And there was a lot of folks that sent an email in uh, and people are already message, messaging more in right now. So I see some emails coming in right now. Uh, uh, Tony just messaged in saying hi and following up on the question. Uh, we'll get to that about halfway through the show. Figure it's about 15 minutes good. of happy things going yeah. on. Talk about cool stuff that's happening. Uh, talk about you, adorable kid that was dynoing it up. If, if my microphone's cut turning we, off, let me know. Someone just pinged me, said it was coming out. Yeah, so. I'm not sure if it's the mic or, or it? if it's the. Yeah, okay. If not, I can ch- I can jump in the other room. Can you you, you can hear me through the? Headphones? You're back now. Yeah, if it cuts again, we might have to. Just, yeah, I may jump in the other room if yeah. I have to. Wait, um, I have a song queued up, so we have two minutes to like scramble if we need to. Or oh, take nice. A break. We actually have a song queued up. We can get a little professional in here. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it, it kind of has a little bit to do with our topic later. Oh, good. Oh, that'd be the good. It, yeah. Should we should we ease into that with that song or what's our? I mean, we could, or you could just take the the break in the middle. Whatever you want to do, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll call it in the ring. <laughs> um, uh, so actually, on at least a positive note, the heat finally broke. It's not uh, god awful hot outside. I'm yeah. very happy with that. Uh, it was a little, uh, and the thunderstorm, I was expecting a bigger thunderstorm. I think the news had me more excited for a thunderstorm but after all this heat. And it was nice. It had a few thundering rumbles, but I didn't see, I wanted epic. I wanted to have yeah. movie quality. So. I was looking for that too. This, this was my first Monday off. Mm, so I got to be right. at home. That's and I was like, right. this is perfect. I barely slept last night for reasons I don't understand. But I can lay down and listen to a thunderstorm and that's the best nap move ever. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I actually had, uh, at one point I picked up, these things exist, but they're like tinted, uh, plastic, like, uh, shades for your for your window, kind of like gels, like that kind of yeah, very much like a gel, cool, yeah. but it's like it's like a brown gel, and it makes it feel exactly like a thunderstorm that co- that that feel to it. Like oh, it, man. I I I put it on my windows, and I did not expect to be so unconscious. And my brain would be like, oh, it's still, it must be rainy out, and I'd pull it back, and it would be the brightest blue, like birds chirping. 
and it was jarring. Uh, so uh, I f- find that that product for you, but it, I have them. I don't have it on these these t- uh, windows now because I would never leave the house. I think it was. Yeah, that that's kind of why I was like, please don't tell me what that is. I'll, <laughs> I'll just hole up in there. That's not. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, so other fun things that were happening. We had uh, a lot of good shows been happening in Rochester. A lot of neat stuff's been going on. I've been impressed yeah. by the lineup. I mean, summer is people always kind of thaw out and start doing cool stuff again in Rochester. But it seems like everyone's doing a lot of cool stuff. I mean, not counting all the cool parties we've been going to. But um, I, I, we've been having people have been writing in, uh, letting me know what shows are happening. Unfortunately, all the shows they listened were all this past week. So I have nothing lined up for you know this week to talk about, unfortunately, for cool shows. But, yeah. but I want to thank everyone who's been writing in. We have like uh, the folks from the Bug Jar have been pinging me saying, hey, this show is popping up. If you know. Let me know if, uh, you know, and thank you, by the way. If anyone has a good show lined up, I'll gladly share it along with the show. Yeah, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely get it out there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, someone messaged uh, saying that they uh, they started listening after uh, when Giggles was on. Oh, and cool. Giggle, talking about Giggles show and, like, cool things happening, they've been keeping us in mind for it. So Awesome. It's uh uh, they got us to us uh, la- Tuesday of last week, and the show was Friday. Uh, mm. They wanted to, so but yeah, don't worry, uh, you guys. We have uh, Monday night shows, so get it to us Monday for the whole following week into the next Monday. We can try to talk about them. So, um, but how are you holding up? Actually, let's talk quick. Talk. You have a, a new uh, uh, cycle in your your work schedule. Yeah, I just switched gigs, and now I'm I'm like a, a mid shift guy. Mm. I, I'm doing. I have. I, I work. Start at noon, nice. And uh, yeah, you know me not not the biggest night guy, <laughs> but I'm transitioning in all right, you know. Nice. And uh, yeah, I have Sunday and Monday off, which was amazing today. Let me tell you, it's you get a lot so of stuff great. done on Mondays. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And everyone else, the rest of the world is doing their stuff, and I'm just like I didn't. I worked a little for myself today, uh, and actually, I helped a friend of mine tear up their uh, floor, the carpet in their new house. So nice. I was being a very helpful man and friends today. So I clean um, their attic. Wow. Yeah. That, do you find anything good? Do you find that, anything interesting? It was like the fires of hell up there. That's what <laughs> oh, I found God. out. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. gonna. Oh, good lord! It's, so you didn't die? Yeah, in, no. Your no. sweat box. I, I am. I am certainly a sweaty human being. But yeah, it was. Uh, that, oh, that's man. why I had to take that nap. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a finished attic, but there's like this little vestibule where we don't have any like fan or anything. It's just you know a, a, a carpeted tandoori oven. Um, so yeah, I was cleaning that out, and I got very tired. Oh no. Um, so I got that done. There's not a soul at Wegmans on a Monday. Nope. No, I, I get a lot of stuff done on Mondays. You'll get oh, the only people you'll see on a Monday are a lot of the bar workers around midday to like, you know, you'll see a lot of the people that pour your drinks on Monday just catching up on the life. Like a lot of laundry service, a lot of people Wegmans. So it's kind of fun. Um, I like that that's where my life is leading me. I'm just going to be hanging out with industry people on Mondays. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Not a bad thing. I like no, it. No, it's it awesome. It keeps me happy. They're the best people. So uh, actually, uh, we had people message in a uh, cool lecture at the museum this weekend. Uh, actually, just following up, I sent a message out. I wonder if it's RMSC is lecture. I'm not quite sure. So uh, my lovely uh, phone... I, okay, side note, I have to vent on this one thing here. So thanks to um, Spectrum having like wireless... Everywhere, it seems like. There's a Spectrum thing. But I can never, once it connects to it, it never does anything. So my phone just hangs. It's like, you're on Wi-Fi. Oh, and nothing. So I have to disconnect it and use it any the non-Wi-Fi, you know, just tower system, everything else. Um, so, so yeah. oh, here it is. Uh, Martha Matilda Harper, the story of an entrepreneur at, uh, so the Russian Museum and Science Center. Hmm. 
This is a cool one. This actually came in from Chris. Actually, we're going to mention uh, Chris Clemens, actually, a uh, former oh, yeah. guest here on the show. Uh, Exploring Upstate is his uh, his shtick, which I love following. Um, but he just sends us along. Actually, we'll post this on our Facebook page. Uh, yeah, I guess we did open the floodgates. People are messaging with cool stuff to do. People are just like, go check out the flowers. Go to the beach. Walk around. Um, All great suggestions. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Matt just wrote in uh, he's like I just went to Marge's this weekend I've never been there this is amazing why didn't people tell me so have you ever been to Marge's yeah it's awesome yeah yeah this, the, if you've never been there check it out just do a search for Marge's uh, it's it's a beachfront property uh, bar that is grandfathered in as a bar like you can't do that anymore yeah it's the one and only yeah exactly there's uh, only there's a there was a place in Buffalo someone told me I've never been and some a thousand islands the next place you can find anything yeah it and, was outside of Buffalo it was Mickey Rats. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'd never been. So uh, it was attached to a restaurant that had good fish fries. That's my, my grandmother had a cottage out there. So yeah, we we would go and eat a fish fry and watch all the the very inebriated college kids try to play beach volleyball. That sounds magical. Actually, it, it was wonderful. It was a formative experience. Obviously, yeah. I'm talking about it on the radio like 20 years later. <laughs> that, that good a fish fry. That good a fish yeah. fry. Uh, oh, uh, some actually wrote in too. They had a blast. Um, uh, I met someone that's listening in right now, first time. This is uh, Michael's writing in. Uh, they met. I hosted a fun little chat, uh, the Memorial Art Gallery this past week, um, at the Cocktail with Creatives. Oh, cool. We introduced three uh, wonderful artists here in Rochester: uh, Jessica Goodenberry, uh, Jen. Uh, Instagram handle is. Uh, uh, Rigatoni is R I G I underscore Tony, uh, Jessica and um, uh, Megan Murphy. Um, and uh, oh, a friend of the show, Megan Murphy. Yeah, Megan Murphy. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So we had a bunch of folks on here, and Michael's writing in saying, uh, he's listening in, tuning in. Uh, he is another creative that was there having cocktails with the creatives with us. Um, I'm drawing a blank on uh, 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 the other name, sorry, Christine. Uh, no block, yeah, now block. I think her name, no block. Um, but she was a metalsmith, the second one. I can't think of her oh, cool. name right now, but it was it was amazing what she she actually created a giant metal gate and brought it into the mag to have there to showcase. And it was these uh, intricate birds and just it it was remarkable to see. Um, so thanks for Michael for uh, follow, uh, messaging and saying hi. He said you had a blast uh, hanging with us at the Memorial Art Gallery uh, at the Cocktails with, Cocktails with Creatives and uh, is listening in the show, saying he's yeah, listening in and having a blast. So hi, Michael. Thanks for writing listening in. Welcome so, to the show, Michael. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Oh, people are actually messaging you a lot. So if I get sidetracked sometimes, it's because <laughs> I'm actually doing two things at once or three things at once. It's so. going to be a heck of a segue into our topic here today. Oh, my gosh. It literally is. We should be the topic right now, I think, because I have a bunch of people yeah. messaging in on topic. Uh, the topic, which I had breached a little bit there and on our social media, was actually talking about the uh, the the fear and, and the burnout that is happening with uh, kind of the news burnout that seems to be happening with a lot of folks. I mean... Uh, I'm one of them. I, I, I bluntly to say, I mean, I'm a news guy. I'm a person who like listens to news radio. I download podcasts about news. I, I read the news. I'm I'm actually a person that picks up a paper, a tangible paper, and reads what's going on. And it has been a bit taxing, to say the least. Yes. So I'm yes, trying to be is. trying to be very nice about it. Uh, but yeah, so I, I sent a, a question out to listeners tonight, uh, talking about this what's happening with the fear uh I, I keep saying the word fear but it's this this worry and burnout that seems to be happening taking place but those that are being bombarded with uh just constant streams of news yeah. uh, media fatigue really I yes think exactly is, what it yeah. is media fatigue um and uh i know you have we, we actually we talked about this uh recently talking about kind of fun stuff yeah. uh this 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 odd awful news and um and 
I did not expect to have such a an outpouring of people messaging about it. It's actually a very uh, uh, ubiquitous thing happening, I guess the term I should use there. It, it seems like it's hit a tipping point. Yeah, you and I kind of talked about it last week. Um, I, I'm on a social media sabbatical right now. Um, it was the day Anthony Bourdain died. Mm. It, I had just kind of reached critical mass with it. And I was like, I just have to tap out. I can't. I will take it back to the way I used to read news. I will just read it, like you said, in a paper or dry article, just facts. Mm-hmm. I, I need to just completely disconnect from the, the hot take situation that we have happening right now. And that's what it seemed like a lot of folks were writing in saying that is that they're like they're not tired of news. They're tired of opinions of the news. And it was uh, there was just a, a big uh, explosion of people emailing me talking about this. Actually, it's funny, uh, George uh, from Theme On, uh, right before in, we actually we should just kind of hang around and talk about it. He was yeah. touching, touch, touching some very uh, poignant uh, topics as well about this. Um, and uh, but the the discussion of news burnout is something that I think we should probably kind of talk about address. And mind you, we're talking about it on the radio as a right. semi newsy thing. We actually don't too much news. We're more of the the Terry Gross of Rochester here. We'll we'll interview folks and talk about that sort of thing. Yeah, we usually don't dig into real heavy topics. No, I mean, no, no. we touch on them sometimes, but it's not something we really dig into. No, uh, if the if the guest is, I find myself yeah. if it, if it matters to a guest, we'll bring it up. I mean, like I said, I'll gladly ramble on about it, but I'm not a I don't feel like adding a talking head to this world we already have on the news. Uh, I'll give opinion here and there. And uh, most people, if you follow us on social media, you can guess where we lean and where our thought processes are. And I'm glad to have a conversation with you on my social media, uh, much to the chagrin of many of my friends, because I'll talk to <laughs> about anyone. And it's, it can be very taxing. Uh, but um, so... Uh, so, so this is actually kind of, uh, I had a discussion with this. Actually, one of the catalysts for this, I had a discussion a couple of days ago with a friend of mine, uh, and she didn't want to be mentioned on the air about it, um, but it was, she was severely just, it's hitting her at a level that she is feeling that she's shutting down. Like She's like, I want to curl up in a ball when, when the news comes on. And, you, you know, oh, yeah. and, and I mean, I can get it. I can understand. Like you were saying, like there's, there's certain points where it just kind of hits you. Like when Anthony Bourdain, actually one of the ones that hit me as well, um, his, like not that I'm a huge Anthony Bourdain fan. Like I like his shows. I would tune in every once in a while. I've read a few things he's, you know, he's written. Uh, he's well, well written, man. I mean, like his, he was a writer that did amazing things and then wrote about them in such a great way and spoke about them in such a great way. Uh, and his passing uh, jarred me in a weird sort of way since he had so much stuff going for him, I thought. Um, and I, I, I and of course, the fallout. I, I saw this happen, but I didn't see, I didn't see the news article talking about his passing. It, I saw it through a whole wall of social media talking about yes or no, kind of complaining about whatever it is, and it was through a filter of a lot of voices mm-hmm. and instead of the just plain facts or something else. And I think that suddenly got my eye to look at how I was looking at the rest of the world, how the rest of the news, um, the tribal sort of nature of social media on there, but. Um, I think our topic today, we actually will see half the halfway through the show. Now we can jump into it right now. Um, uh, but uh, if you're like me, the only way to, this is a, this is a quote from a friend of mine. So I'm actually kind of quoting her right now on this one. I actually want to write this one down. It's such a great time talking with her that actually we put the phone out in front of me and actually just had uh, speech to text to kind of write down what was happening in there. Um, but uh, she writes, if you're like me, the only way to cope with the weight of so much tragedy is to go numb. But that numbness can also lead to gnawing guilt. If we don't empathize, does it mean we're losing our humanity? They, uh, 
like she and I, I'm talking to her and she was just staring into her coffee as she's talking. She slowly starts like becoming overwhelmed because she was reliving the, the experience of seeing the news again. She was just it, literally just kind of like, oh, and I, I looked like someone was pressing down on her shoulders and she was staring off into her coffee. Um but uh, like she was that, that I wanted to bring that up. I, her quote was so good that like yeah. the, the, there was the gnawing guilt that she now felt guilty about being numb to it. And it brings up a good point too. Uh, it, it's the level of empathy that that people feel toward it, and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of we've kind of found what the sliding scale is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's impacting your your friend in that way. It's impacting me in that way where, yeah, we just want to disconnect completely because it's like touching a raw nerve, mm-hmm. you know, and, and others, they just kind of blithely go through it or they've gone numb already or just. I find, I've been listening to some people that seem to be getting the opposite way. They're just getting mad and angry and either putting their like, you know, putting their heels in further and being more loud. Uh, and funny thing, it's on small details. It's not like it's. Like they, they take that one single thing to, to focus on and kind of go even crazier into it. Um, yeah, and that kind of goes back to your, your point about tribalism, too. Mm-hmm. You just find whatever you can grab onto. You know, you're kind of being washed away in that wave yeah. of information. You're just grabbing whatever you can on your way overboard. So if it is just that small detail. You know. Yep, and it's it's crazy. I had we had a lot of folks write in. Uh, we had some first responders write in. We had some nurses write in. Uh, uh, Chris Clemens actually wrote in. Actually, I have a good quote from him in a little bit. I'll mention. Um, but uh, actually, uh, so a friend of mine, very well read woman. Uh, she actually was quoting uh, a psychologist. Uh, name is Paul Bloom, and uh, she actually sent me this to make sure you get the right information on it. He has a book called Against Empathy, Empathy, excuse me, Against Empathy by Paul Bloom. Uh, so, and she was saying, as, as it turns out, like empathy kind of a little bit overrated, um, and, and it, or at least inaccurate, held up as a gold standard of mental health. And the, to- the topic is really kind of neat talking about it. He's like, uh, uh, according to Bloom, empathy can do more harm than good when use poorly obviously like look what a lot of amazing people i see are in shutdown mode and this is not a time to be in shutdown mode but this is not a time to be melting because of undue stress either right so um she like was continuing on empathy also leads to us narrowing focus on uh, causes uh, the benefits, the small, uh, the small few rather than the larger group. This is what we we're just talking about there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because of the zooming effect of empathy that the whole world cares more about a little girl stuck in a well than more possible deaths uh, of uh, due to climate change and things like that. Wars. And uh, it's um, and it, she was going on about like it, it gives us a reason to care. We'll focus on that single thing person because we know there's going to be an outcome we know there's going to be a possible left or right whatever's going to happen and and, and it's just a thing right you, something on that level we can have an impact exactly. on where climate change yeah that it's that, and that, that was actually right. in her quote she's like she even says she's like, i picked climate change because it was the grandest scheme i could think of at the moment sure it's like trying to figure out what a billion billion looks like right? yeah it's yeah. that same kind of overwhelming sense of well, I guess, yeah, numbness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so large, your brain can't, can't comprehend it, let alone if it's stressed, it can't comprehend it. Right. Um, and yeah. she was going on to say that the solution, according to Bloom, was that uh, it's to try to force one's, uh, let's see, it isn't try to force oneself to feel empathy. It's to understand that empathy is not necessarily do, for, uh, doing good to you. Like you have to grasp what is happening to you and realize that the empathy is 
dragging you down. It's pulling you into uh, to whatever hole you seem to be falling into. And it's not being it's not a helpful thing. Um, so like, so he's an advocate for rational compassion, which I liked. Actually, I'll, I'll tag this on our social media uh, because it's a basically like talking, uh, taking actions that are calculated to do the most good for the most amount of people, such as donating to a particular charity that will help you out. Um, and uh, that is a, a quick way to softening the pain that this kind of burnout is happening. Um, he says, go volunteer at a shelter for a day, you know, go. Uh, uh, help a friend paint a wall, something else. And his, and she was saying, a friend of mine, she was actually saying that the idea of helping a friend, like today I went and pulled carpet, helping a friend, uh, they bought a new house. So I was yanking carpet up and helping them paint some walls. I didn't get a lot of my stuff done today, but I felt like I helped someone else. And that's what my brain kind of felt like it needed for me. Yeah. So you don't have to like, you know, you don't have to go out and feed the the homeless tonight to do it, but find a little find a way of feeling like you're making a difference somehow make a, a small ripple so um but uh so the the motivating factor here needed to be the deep felt empathy but a general moral concern for others well-being that's what his his quote was from that book so um but that was that's one of the first people that wrote in i mean there's a lot of other stuff we can ramble on about here too as well but um that's yeah, kind of crazy uh we actually had one um we had a first responder write in. Uh, his name was Chuck, by the way. And uh, I'm just going to read his directly what he wrote here. So uh, it's unrealistic to expect others to feel ever, uh, every tragedy uh, deeply. So he's a little bit broken up. So I'm trying to translate. He has a couple typos in here. Um, yeah, so it's uh, unexpected ourselves to feel every tragedy deeply or to respond equally to all of them. In fact, too much empathizing can lead to compassion fatigue. Uh, a syndrome that often burns out first responders and other caregivers. I'm guilty of this, actually, which I know is ironic to say, being guilty and feeling bad about it. But I was a first responder in Ontario County for years, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I was becoming angry at my family and distant to those who I cared for. Uh, and he just kind of says, "Is like I, I understand fatigue. Uh, and he was compassion fatigue by literally being in front of people. Like it wasn't just a removed, like reading the news and worrying about someone else. Sure. He became, I mean, and his state is like the news didn't help in his statement as well too. But that was from Chuck. He actually was a, a first, uh, care, uh, uh, first responder here in Ontario County. So, um, but, uh, thanks Chuck. I hope you've gotten some, some distance and you're able to kind of normalize a little bit more from that. That's, that's yeah. sort of uh, he did say, uh, bottom of the email, he still works for, he does a uh, call center help, uh, and still, he actually fixes the rigs here in Monterey, Monroe County. Apparently. Oh, cool. So he's still doing it. He's, he still helps out where he can. He's going to get back into it because he's wired for it. He's like, I am a first responder to through and through. Uh, I just need to take a break and taking a break is what mattered to me the most. I realized, uh, it was, it was doing me no good, to be the person I was at that level of burnout. So um, his family and friends needed it. So good for him. So Chuck, he, he processed it, that's, did good. That's great. So thank you, Chuck, for writing that. And he actually had an thank email you. to mindofmagnus at gmail.com. If you have any questions or have any ideas or want to respond to Chuck, let me know. If you're a first responder, have any tips, tricks, let us know. We actually, this is one of those tips and tricks shows, I think. It's going to be a lot of people offering advice. Um, and uh, and actually, thanks to Chuck, uh, I actually sent a, an email to a nurse friend of mine, uh, and uh, she kind of explained it this way. Uh, it's that the uh, the sense of exhaustion and depletion oftentimes connected with symptoms of burnout. Uh, it can lead to a, a depersonalization and demoralization. So that's what like, Chuck was saying. He was no longer the first. He's a true first responder, but it wasn't him anymore. He wasn't caring about the patients in front of him and he was demoralized. He felt he just felt like he was just why maybe trying it just he lost that drive and, and the feeling of himself. 
Uh, and uh, so my friend Pam writes in, and she's like, uh, she's a nurse. Uh, when we head towards burnout, the amygdala, the almond-shaped uh, structure in the brain that regulates fear response, gets activated, produces a lot of cortisol, and as we and as a result, uh, we may not be in the place where we're listening to our rational brain. So impairing our ability to take care of ourselves, let alone help others effectively. Uh, Pam goes on continuing uh, overconsuming news in a state of empathy can also cause us to share misinformation, by the way, as we hone in our perceived pain instead of trying to confirm the facts. So uh, that came in from that was my, my friend Pam. I wrote it to reached to her, reached out to her because uh, once Chuck was writing in, I had to figure out the science behind what would be ha- possibly happening. Yeah. So she's saying it's the amygdala. It's the. Uh, uh, as uh, but um, it's why uh, uh, alligators have are angry, right? As I learned from uh, the Water Boy, right? That's, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot so, about that. Yeah, you're allowed to forget about that movie. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but I, I know the Big Show is in it, so that's about as much as I've got, right? <laughs> oh my God, he is. Yeah. Wow, I forgot that. Uh, see, we get slight going into random Adam Sandler films. Look at it happens now and again. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Pam, for that one. That was a, a nurse. She's writing in saying it's the, uh, it's, but it's actually a fear response. It's actually, we're, we're burning ourselves out. Your body can only do so much of this without, you know, and end result being kind of rough. So, yeah, I, I wonder if part B of that too, because I'm actually in the midst of a book called the end of absence by Michael Harris. Really? Um, and what that book is, is that folks our age are kind of in that, last generation um, between the internet and not having the internet, Hmm. right? Okay. Um, So the whole study there is we're going through the same thing that happened when the printing press came out. Oh, so it's our growing pains of sorts. Exactly. So this is what he was saying. He said there was a decrease in um, spoken word and the use of spoken word in reference to the printed word, mm-hmm. you know, there was a, a, a more worth was put on the printed word because that was kind of the new way to communicate. Um, and I wish I could remember the quote right now. Um, but it was as the eye speeds up, the mouse slows down was, was essentially what it was. Hmm. Um, and we're kind of seeing that again as we go through from the pre-internet age to now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book was about folks kind of in in our age group and how we're dealing with that versus folks that are a little bit younger and have never experienced a life without the internet you know it's that classic example of the the kids on on youtube where if you search like magazine or baby ipad and it's a a toddler trying to zoom in on a a magazine cover yeah 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 you know it's it's amazing the process what they're what they expect uh, the world to be like yeah and um that was kind of what I'm kind of I'm halfway through the book right now. I, I tried to finish it before the show today, but it just didn't quite work out. Well, you had a melt in the attic. That's I, I had an attic world. to clean. <laughs> Darn you life. Um, but yeah, that was kind of what it was, is that we just have to figure out what place, being that we're kind of the final arbiters of, of that, that pre-internet world, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where it fits into our lives. You know, so you may need to disconnect and and take that absence because you had that and it's trying to um kind of compensate for the fact that you can't be plugged in all the time because your brain isn't wired for that yeah we have no we have no and and you said we're the first generation of humans or first you know first two maybe you said the little kid one too but we're the first few generations stumbling through this this 
resource that, and we're we're a brain that wants information. We we soak up information. We want to digest it, but we're still a, a tribalistic bipedal monkey that doesn't know what's going on. So absolutely, right? one, one of the studies in there. I, this might be the first Mind of Magnus book club book because <laughs> I'm all for this. I'm it, all for this. It is it is everything that lights both of us up. It, uh-huh. it, it's human biology. It's uh, communication science. It's all this. Yeah, and this like sociology experiment, basically. Okay. So one of the studies they had was they, they took in what they were calling internet novices, people that had no idea mm-hmm. how to use the internet, and they took an MRI to see what their brain function was. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then they sat them down and taught them how to use the internet mm-hmm. and came back, and they took the MRI, and a bunch more stuff was lighting up in the front as it was making connections and showing those people how that information was wow. absorbed. So people were like picking it up because as you said, we're monkeys that need to pick up information. Mm-hmm. So those pathways are being created like instantaneously and their brains were lighting up in places that they weren't before. Wow. That's awesome. Within two weeks of using the internet or a month of using the internet, yeah, yeah, yeah. there were all these new neural pathways built. It's bizarre. I love the brain. It's one of my favorite things. We gotta have a neuro, we gotta have a neurologist on the show at some point. Just to we'll do our podcast because it's going to be all questions. It's going to be five hours long probably. Oh, yeah. so. it, it's going to be epic. Yeah. Um, yeah, tune in for that if you have a commute. You know, between like here and Chicago, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, we gotta be doing more of a podcast. We've been teasing people about more podcast yeah. stuff, but we're doing some off the air, off the live air radio show podcast happening too. And um, but we got we got to touch base on that. We got yeah, we do have some to get science. That going. Oh my gosh, yeah. But, yeah, I came to that book, and this is where that song came from. I, I was going through my whole, you know, navel gazing about I need to get off social media because you know I, I'm blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turns out there's a musician I love that kind of had the same realization, and it's John K. Sampson from uh, the Weaker Than's. Oh, nice. Um, and his whole last record was kind of about dealing with this, uh, and also a tribute to a Neil Young record. Hmm. It, it's a great record. But I take your word for it. You, you, you're much more musically inclined than I am. So I would listen to your, your choices. So the, the album is Winter Wheat. It's not the song I have queued up, though. I have a Neil Young song queued up because I oh, figured, nice. you know, we'll be old men tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that's kind of how I came to that book is that he was talking about struggling with that same thing, not being able to disconnect, constantly start staring at your phone, figuring out what was happening in the world, that dopamine response when you post something and you get that like or that mm-hmm. favorite, because that's the other half of the cortisol thing, too, mm-hmm. I think is that when so much is going wrong, you've got this thing, and if, you're, if you've seen that episode of Community, it's Meow Meow Beans. You know, yeah. You're just celebrating because somebody said, hey, I like that picture of that, that hot dog that you had today. Yep, yep. So somebody else is acknowledging that I had a happy moment in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, so and that your happy moment seems better now. It's right. been, someone else said it was great. It means it must be even better. So. Exactly, so we've, we've created this thing where we get these dopamine responses every time we see a favorite, mm-hmm. plus, we just have a pocket full of aspirations, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's amazing watching, uh, like it, you, you, I'll scroll through my Instagram feed and be impressed and then sad and be like, that guy's really talented. Oh, and then I see what else is going on and you ups and downs as I scroll. It's amazing. Oh. Uh, so actually you want to put the uh, song on. So actually someone, what's the name of the book we were, you were just mentioning? The book is called the end of absence. It's by Michael Harris. I have nice. a copy out from the Webster Public Library. I think there's a couple more out there. Okay. Or cool. get it on Amazon. Yeah. Th- throw Michael Harris Har- some bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's so. well worth. It's a great book. Uh, so you want to play some uh, music in here? And after yeah. that, we'll come back with some self-care tips, actually. We have some people who wrote in and uh, got some nice little emails, uh, messages in. So we'll do that after the song.
Be right back. was spot on that was impressive <laughs> leave it to neil young man so yeah i was never a big neil young fan um and then i i got that from john k samson and then there's a podcast out there called cocaine and rhinestones mm-hmm. which is a great way to get away from the news of today mm. it is about the lives of country music uh performers whoa of the 20th century like 70s and 80s wow and amazing. they are the most yeah it it, it makes sid vicious look like uh, <laughs> paul williams well not paul williams because paul williams could go yeah. um but like yeah like pat boone style like wow. you go and listen to them and they're amazing and the episode he had was kind of tangentially about um neil young because there was a, a, a cajun musician that played on that record that kind of overtook the whole proceedings it was uh on the Beach by, by Neil Young. It's a great record. It's the only one of his I really, really like. Hmm. And if you listen to it, it's bananas. It's stuff like that. There's a few songs like the liner notes were, were half written by this this musician who could barely read. Oh my God. Um, talking about the situation. And at one point he's like, yeah, you know, I didn't think he was into what he was doing. So I just started crawling around on the floor of the studio like a snake to make sure that he was into 
And it's that kind of like weird energy. Wow. Yeah, it's a great, it's a, uh, that's uh, escapism. Someone was writing in saying about um, uh, how to survive on stuff. Uh, people messaging, they're saying they've been tuning to podcasts um, because uh, a lot of the talking heads that are on the TV and radio, they can't deal with. Uh, so they've been trying to find people that they truly believe or, or, you know, trying to share the most information, the most up-to-date information. Uh, so that's actually a good tie-in. They can be promised. There's a little bit of self-care happening for this one here. Uh, in uh, This is actually back from uh, the book that was mentioned before, Bloom's book, the Against a- uh, Empathy. Uh, it's talking about self-care as well as finding good podcasts, but the practice on a very basic level, necessar- uh, at a very necessary level. Uh, but doctors are recommending uh, the strategic plan for health, uh, self-care is to include good sleep is the biggest thing they keep stressing. Uh, your brain processes the information you got all day when you rest and sleep. If you don't sleep, you just add the next day, you won't be as good as you possibly can be. And then it keeps piling on, piling on. Um, and that means literally t- taking your phone, turning it off, not get, not putting the, the, you know, the light alone bothers you, a little of the content that's happening on there. Uh, so good sleep is the biggest one. Uh, physical movement, go for a walk, exercise. Uh, it, it, the, being active is a big thing. Um, they also suggest getting out in nature is the other one to get out there. Uh, it's good to because it's quiet. You can be with your own thoughts. Uh, the suggestion here is also don't take your phone. Like put keep it in your pocket. Don't turn it on if you can. Um, I myself use a an app called Forest, which seems kind of like a weird name. Uh, it is a, a weird way of guilting me to not turning my phone on. Um, when I when I turn it on, you plant this like a, a virtual tree and as a countdown. And if you if you you leave that app or go to another thing, you have 10 seconds before the tree starts wilting. And if it's over a certain amount of time, you kill this tree. And then you have, and it keeps track of every day you've had, and it shows a forest at the end of the month of how you did. And if you did poorly, you actually have a forest of dead trees. And it, it, it applies this weird guilt. I was reading an article on it. They tried to do animals at first, but it was too creepy. So, that's, yeah. yeah, but it's called Forest. Uh, I've suggested a bunch of other folks. Um, I know... Uh, uh, Emily, uh, one of our guests will be on some point in the near future. Um, but, uh, yeah, I use it. I, I plant a tree for 30 minutes, then go for a walk in nature, the vitamin D and that's great. The nice breeze all helps. Uh, other part for the uh, self-care connecting with others is a big thing. Talk with real people, talk to friends you love and trust. Uh, don't talk about politics, talk about their, their kids, talk about pets, talk about what's going on right in the future around you, right? The media vicinity around you. Um, and the last one is making sure you have a strong support system in place too. Uh, that's goes back to meeting with friends, getting out there. It's actually FaceTime, uh, being social and social media is not necessarily a strong support structure. It may feel like it is such, but getting out, getting in the real world, go see a movie with friends that is more healthy for you than you'd ever do. Actually, um, side note, someone wrote in saying they want go to movies is what they do. Cause two hours away from their phone, they can't take their phone out. So yeah, that's a great idea. So that's another group. I want to give that one shout out to as in our self care, go see a movie. And uh, we'll go see a movie with you if you guys want. Let us know. We'll join you for a movie. Yeah, Minor Magnus movie party. Oh, my God. You have a book club movie party? This is going to turn out to be a good party. Um, but I want to get back to the uh, the, the, the self-care. Uh, it can also mean uh, setting boundaries, we mentioned before, uh, around how much strategy uh, you can personally take in. Um, 
after all, if your goal is to stay informed and helpful, what good can you do if you curl up in a ball? That's our, our thing here. Uh, this actually came from Chris Clemens of Exploring Upstate Fame, uh, his former guest of the show. And we probably should have him on again. I love Chris. He's a great guy. Uh, we, we should, we'll do a podcast and we smoke cigars. We'll do that. We'll do uh, nice. That'd be more fun. Uh, but he, I must read, read his whole thing he wrote in here. But uh, last fall, he uninstalled every news app from his phone and iPad and unfollowed a lot of news and journalists on Twitter. Uh, so he gets overwhelmed easily with all the BS. And but the news itself, he, it's not the news; it's the commentary that was driving him nuts. And absolutely, as we we're talking about, like it's the the tribalism, that sort of stuff. Um, his like, I love news. I love learning about stuff. I but the this weird reality TV show where I have to process the news for someone else tells me how to think and do it for me. That. News is great, but it's that evolution of hashtag team whatever mm-hmm. that has become so prevalent in every story. There, there's every story. a good guy and a bad guy in every story, and mm-hmm. people have to line up on each side. Yeah, yeah. There's have to be one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he continues on. I think part of the problem is I might scroll on Twitter on for a few minutes during my workday to see what's happening in the world and then find a crap storm of opinions regarding a headline before I can even see the story itself. Like we mentioned before, that's, too. Exactly. We, it. You, that's exactly how you and I found out about, about Bourdain. I saw more people mourning than I knew about the story. Yeah. yeah. My first one actually was someone complaining about like, this guy had it all and he's dead. And that's what the first thing I saw. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. OK. So um, Chris continues, I think I could work through it easier if I could read the story, think on it myself, and then go on into the world and seek those opinions that might challenge my own or even reinforce it. Instead, we get currently in the polls. Trump is, and he a couple swear words, <laughs> and screw everything. So uh, it doesn't help me to learn at all about the world uh, or myself. It, it just, I don't know. It, he's totally right on this, how it works. It's 100%, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Chris, thanks for writing it in. And thank you to everyone who wrote in as well. I didn't get a chance to touch base on everyone who wrote in, but a lot of these were very similar. Um, but uh, they all came in. A lot of people from Twitter, uh, uh, Magnus at gmail.com. A lot of emails came in that way. But I want to give a shout out. We have a couple more minutes. I might get the trivia question done, too. We had a trivia question right in from a listener. Uh, Jake wrote in. Uh, and the question was, uh, for many years, Rochester retailers had something they referred to as Christmas in March because of nearly $1 million being dropped into the local economy. What was it? So do you have a final guess, Matt? I do believe that was the Kodak bonus. Da-da-da. You are right, sir. That's what Jake writes in. He says, the legendary Kodak bonus was the answer. Uh, he had a personal story. Both his parents were for Kodak employees and would literally buy new vehicles and crazy fun things around March. Uh, his father actually surprised him with a trip to Disney one year. So That's awesome. I would yeah. always know because my grandfather would roll up in a new caddy. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Yep. Grandpa and a caddy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So it sounds like it's coming up to the end of the show, Matt. It sure is. We've had a good listen here. Uh, our theme song was by... It is Yacht. It is Paradise Engineering off the album Shangri-La. Thank you for the use of that. I realize that we never say thank you about this song that's playing under us now. This is Dreaming a City, Hughes Cova by the Manic Street Preachers. Oh, that sounds great. Thank you. That's Wells his own. Yeah, these songs are great. The first one gets me hopping. Even today, I was a little, I was a little stressed until I got in front of the microphone, and being here with you was amazing. Um, if you're suffering from burnout, uh, I, there's... Like I said, re-listen to the show. Uh, there is um, self-care. Listen to it. Just take a step back. It, it'll be there when you come back. Don't worry. Uh, fear of missing out. Someone was let, messaged me saying that they have that worry about it. Uh, but take time for yourself. You can't do any good if you curl up in a ball crying. So, um, Also, you never get FOMO if you go out and do stuff. <laughs> exactly. A lot of good stuff happening. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll try to share more cool things uh, on our... Like, if we find some neat stuff happening, let us know. Message us. Uh, mine, uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter. Uh, Matt Obscure 
on Twitter as well. Yeah, I may know. not get back to you that quick, but hit me up anyway. I will hear it and, and let you know. Yeah, exactly. I try to retweet where I can. Um, uh, thanks for trivia. We actually enjoy the heck out of getting trivia questions. So. Yeah, please keep those coming. It's yeah. been amazing. Yeah, exactly. Two weeks in a row. And I, it also make, keeps me from uh, not having to d- dive deep in those really big long ones we was doing for a while there. Kind of scary, I know. <laughs> also, completely selfishly, it's the World Cup. Three Lions. Go England. Oh, you go for, you're an England guy? Yeah. Uh, nice, always. Nice. I, don't, I need to know this. Sort of Harry thing. Kane scored, scored twice today. That's my boy. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> uh, if you guys have any good stories, let us know. Uh, you can message us any point in time uh, this whole week. Uh, we're listening. And you want to be a guest? You know a good idea for a guest? Uh, you have tips and tricks to helping us get over to the burned over sort of feeling we have going on? Let us know. Message us. We love hearing from all you folks. Uh, download our podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcast from. We're all there. Um, we're actually getting some ideas. We're coming up on our 100th episode of this show. It's coming quick. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be doing some fun stuff for that. Um, at any point in time, you guys have an idea or question, message us. We're here for you. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the people who make this possible. Uh, uh, Air Rec Radio underwriters here for the show uh, our Patreon supporters um, if you have anything you want to talk about let us know on here as well uh, but I also want to give uh, one more shout out to the guy who keeps this show going is actually Matt Obscure uh, thanks for being here man uh, this my banter show gets a little, kind of a little happy and emotional sometimes but Matt thank you for making the show as awesome as it does thanks so. for having me I really look forward to this every week it's a blast <laughs> we have a cheering guy in the room over there hey! too the man with the best voice in Rochester is uh, coming on shortly here on Monday night there's no so. format I think it's a request show tonight he's got a bunch of stuff coming up especially if you like that stuff call in and give him stuff to play awesome well thanks again for listening folks find us uh, Mind of Magnus here uh, mindofmagnus.com or uh, Magnus Ball on Twitter all those fun ways of doing it thanks again for listening folks we'll be back again next week and ah, oh, we have so much fun so thanks you so much. See you next week. Bye.